34 and verse 1. Psalm 34 and verse 1. And I want you to walk with me through these wonderful words. Psalms 34 and verse 1. It begins with the first word, I. I. I will bless the Lord sometimes. No, sometimes. I will bless the Lord at all times. All times. I'm emphasizing something here, all times. His praise shall continually be in my neighbor's mouth. No, in my neighbor's mouth. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My mouth. Now pause and meditate on that. Has praise been continually in your mouth? Or have you been complaining, murmuring, fussing, cussing? Come on now. Psalms 34, 1 again, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Say neighbor. That's a daily workout. Now let's go to Psalm 62 and 8. Psalm 62 and 8. And I'm going to share that in the King James and then we'll go to the Amplified. 62 and 8 says, Trust in him, talking about the Lord, at all times. Ye people, now, now please get this. Pour out your heart before him. Too many of you in difficult times, don't know how to pour out your heart to the Lord. You think that pouring out your heart to the Lord makes you weak and makes you insignificant and all that. But one of the reasons you have prayer time is so you can pour out your heart to the Lord. Get it out of you. The devil wants you to keep it in you so you begin to do what? Shut down and feel like nothing is up. Pour out your heart before him. Now, here's the next part. God is a refuge. What do you mean, Pastor? He's a safe place. He knows your downsetting, and he knows your uprising. He already knew you was going to be in that mess. Don't roll your eyes. He already knew you were going to make a mistake. But there, he wants to love on you and encourage you to make the changes and the shifts that you need to make. Say, neighbor, you didn't come to church to get condemned. You came to church to be encouraged. Because everybody going through something. Everybody going through something. In this life, you shall have trials and tribulations. But when are you going to learn to be of good cheer? Hallelujah. 
Some of you know when you're in the Marine Corps and in, in boot camp and all that, they put you in horrible situations to prepare you for combat. Say, neighbor, that horrible situation was preparing you for combat. <laughs> oh. Say, God is my refuge. He's my safe harbor. All right. Now, in the Amplified, it says, trust in, lean on, rely on, and have confidence in him, in God, at all times. You people, pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us a fortress and a high tower. Now see, this is where many of us miss it. When somebody is hurting, you don't need to immediately start responding. You need to let them pour it out. Get it all out, get it all out, get it all out, get it all out, get it all out. And then say, now Lord, what's the wisdom for this? Do I speak or do I just love on them? Do I just encourage them? But most of the time, when people are pouring out, we want to jump in and fix it, and we messed up ourselves. Say, Lord, thank you for this revelation. So, folks, today's message is entitled, Overcoming Hard Times. Ah. 2019, the year we reach for those things that are before, with new beginnings of God's greatness manifesting, with anticipation of greater manifestations, is also a time and season when many are overcoming hard times. Yeah. Say, neighbor, you ain't the only one going through. You ain't the only one. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. Hard times economically cause a chain reaction in many other areas of life, physically and materially. Hard times can make good things, make good things, make good things seem insignificant if you don't watch out and stay alert to the devil's trick and stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now, overcome means to defeat. To overcome means to conquer. To overcome means to prevail. So today, I want to try to release some kingdom tools to help you defeat, conquer, overcome, and prevail the hard times. Now put a smile on your face. You in the right place? at the right time. Again, Psalm 34.1 gives us one master key. What's the key, Pastor? No matter how hard times seem to be, you must do this word. What word, Pastor? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. See, you got to do the opposite of what the devil keeps trying to get you to do. <laughs> he wants you sad. He wants you grieving. 
He wants you complaining. That way you don't give God any word to watch over. God watches over his word to perform it. And when you're praising God, he inhabits the praises. <laughs> he inhabits the praises that come out of your mouth. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Tears be coming down. Lord, I thank you. Tears be, you, 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 and you pour it all out. Lord, you know I'm hurting. Lord, this is hard. Lord, Lord. But God can handle that. He wants you to get it all out and then get, begin to say, now, Lord, I trust you. I know you're going to work it all. I know you got something that you're going to do that's impossible. That seems impossible. Because with God, all things are possible. Oh, my God, my God. Say, God, I love you. Now, say it another way. No matter what is going on on the outside of you, your inside must become a shelter from the storms of life. Now, this is so, so important. All the stuff is going on outside, but inside, I got some peace. I got some joy. Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Say, neighbor, stop being intimidated by the outside. Because the inside is more than that. Hallelujah. Say, greater is he that's talking about God that's in me than he that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So say it another way. No matter what is going on outside of you, your inside must become a shelter from the storms of life. How? By continually blessing the Lord at all times and allowing his praise to be continually in your mouth. When a bill shows up that you can't pay, say, Lord, I bless you at all times. Lord, I know you got a way out of no way. When the doctor say you're going to die, say, no, doctor, I shall live and not die because I serve Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who is my healer. And by his stripes, I am already healed. Hallelujah. Come on now. What do you mean, pastor? Continually blessing the Lord at all times and allowing his praise to continue to be in your mouth. It's called self-talk. Self-talk. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, how do you talk to yourself? <laughs> how are you talking to yourself? Are you fussing with yourself or are you exhorting yourself, encouraging yourself? It's called meditation. What are you muttering over and over inside in the midst of hard times? You've heard me explain this before. In the military, and they had the, what the, uh, uh, what was the, the gas chamber. You're standing there, and you got to give your name, rank, and serial number, and you're seeing people fall out. <laughs> but on the inside, something on the inside better come up so you can say, my name is, my name is, my rank is, da-da-da-da. And then you overcome. But having had that experience, when you get to other hard times, you know how, okay, go on inside first. 
and let my inside determine my outside. Say, God, I'm understanding. My inside, that's you inside, determines my outside. Hallelujah. So self-talk is called meditation. What are you muttering over and over inside in the midst of hard times? As sons and daughters of Almighty God, you must choose to mutter praise and blessing to the Lord on a continual basis. Now, folks, in 2019, you don't hear too many people praising God all the time. You hear them fussing, cussing, and, and all that. But guess what? You are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, and you choose to be a, a blessing. Say, I'm a blessing everywhere I go because I carry the blessing. All right? Now let's go to 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17 and verse 32. Now here's another example. Here's David, and he's interfacing with a man by the name of Saul. And they're dealing with a, a giant called Goliath. And he's come to harass God's people. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. And Saul said to David, David, you're, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said to Saul, Hey, thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion, and there came a bear, and took the lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him and delivered him out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. Now look at me. Stop minimizing your little victories. Stop minimizing your little victories as if that's nothing at all because everything great starts out small. And the devil wants you tricked to think that when you're small, you ain't nothing. He's a liar. Folks, some of you sitting here today thought you wouldn't make it through January 2019. But here you are in September 2019. Along the way, you too had to slay some challenges along the way. It may have been physical. It may have been uh, not a physical animal, but it was something you, uh, something or even someone in order to make it to this day. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he telling the truth. Because in January, and in February, in March, in April, in May, in June, July, and August. Now September, it was God. 
So like David, one of the master keys to overcoming hard times is to draw upon the victories you have already experienced, whether big or small, either big or small. And see, here's where many of us miss it. You get around somebody that's had big victories and you function as if they're better than you. Okay, y'all didn't like it on this side. But, but no, 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 that was it. To everything, there's a time and season. It's their season to receive that. It doesn't make them better. It's just their time. Because you got a time coming too. Hallelujah. Allow those victories to motivate you and propel you forward one step, one more step, one more movement towards your next victory. The small victories need to be celebrated all the time. Folks, one of the reasons the Lord admonishes us in these last days to not forsake the gathering together was because he already knew that we each would need real encouragement along the way. You didn't come to church to be discouraged. You came to church to be encouraged. Everybody needs encouragement. Everybody. Everybody needs encouragement. And coming to church is about it being encouraged. Now, here's the problem. When you come and there, there's some changes you need to make, the changes don't mean you, you're just trying to make it better. Say, correction is not to make me bad. It's to make me glad. Oh, hallelujah. Folks, don't be tricked by the devil and his host into blocking the encouragement you need because of some human flaw that rubs you the wrong way and robs you of the life-giving fellowship with believers in Christ. And yes, encourage yourself in the Lord, but the word also says, exhort one another daily. Exhort one another daily? That means you ought to be encouraging people when you meet them. They may be dressed better than you, they may be looking better than you, but encourage them, hey, it's a flag to let you know you need to do some changes. That's all right. But you, say, God, I'm understanding. I'm to encourage others uh, every day. Amen. So that means as sons and daughters of God, we each have a daily assignment to be an encourager of one another in season and out of season. Now, you know the storm that took place in the Bahamas. They need, they need encouragement. Amen. Be thankful what you do have. But no, but no, but no. They, they need encouragement. And it's the, the Lord letting you know how blessed you are. Amen, 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 amen. Now let's look at the life of Joseph when he was thrown into prison by a lie. And note how his faith gift still operated when he was in prison for something he did not do. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 40. Genesis 40, chapter 40, verse 12. Mm -hmm. Joseph had the gift of God operating in his life, and um, he had been given some authority by his, his, his ruler, but the ruler's wife wanted Joseph 
And Joseph had to make a decision. Verse, chapter 40, verse 12. And Joseph said unto him, this is the interpretation. He's in prison now for something he didn't do. And he has a prophetic gift, and he's about to share it. This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thine head and restore thee unto thy place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner when thou was his butler. So the man that he's talking to was the butler, but now he's in prison for something he didn't do. But think on me when, you, when it shall be well with thee. So I'm giving you this prophetic word. It's going to happen. And when you get out, remember me. And show kindness, I pray thee, unto me. And make, me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of this house. For indeed I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. And here also have I done nothing that they should put me into to the dungeon. Now, folks, in hard times, the devil and his hosts work overtime to make it seem as if your good and your gifts stop working on your behalf. Let me say that again. In hard times, the devil and his hosts work overtime to make it seem as if your good and your gifts stop working on your behalf. It's like, you know, why is it so hard? Why is it, it don't seem like nothing working. That is demonic lie that must be silenced so you can overcome the hard times. Always remember to remember that the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you the way the devil and his host make it out to seem. What do you mean? Even though Joseph was in prison, he still had the hand of Almighty God upon him. Say, neighbor, even when you're walking through hell, God is with you. I said, God is with you. Oh, my God. Even in the hard times of prison, his gifts were making room for him. Likewise, even in your hard times and hard seasons, be very sure the Lord is still watching over you and yours. It's amazing how the Lord can deliver you from some mess. Oh, hallelujah. I mean, he can make the crooked straight and the rough places plain. When, when you remember, Lord, I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from you, Lord. I need some help to now. I need some help right now, God. And then wait on him. And while you're waiting, praise him. While you're waiting, thank him. Huh? Come on now. Hey, thank you, Lord. Worship him. Psalm 62 and 8 kicks in here. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. See, I, I, I've learned that in hard times, I, I just pour it all out. Lord, God, I get it all out and then get quiet. Now, Lord, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to do. Now, Lord, I need your help. 
They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And it's amazing how when you get up and you start moving towards something, then you hear something. Oh, oh, okay. Do this, don't know that. And then you know it's God when you got peace. It gets real quiet. You're not nervous anymore. You got joy because God is watching over you. Mm -mm -mm. Folks, here is the final key I want to share today. What's the key? Trust. True relationship under strong tests. Said another way, when it seems as though everyone has left you, God is still there. <laughs> Genesis 40 and 21, going down the home stretch. 40, 21. <laughs> so he got and he restored the chief butler unto his butler butlership again and he gave the cup into the pharaoh's hand but he hanged handed well he hanged the chief butler the baker as joseph had interpreted to them yet did not the chief butler remember joseph Meaning, the, the one that, that, that got him the breakthrough, he got amnesia. And faith, folks, you got to understand, there's sometimes people will have amnesia about something good that you did. But God doesn't have amnesia. He remembers every good thing. Say, I'm a good thing. So I know God is remembering me. Hallelujah. Here clearly, Joseph was forgotten by the chief butler. Notice I said the chief butler, someone with a title of importance. It's amazing how people uh, can't handle folk that have titles. The title doesn't make the person that important. Okay. They're important because of God. So title or no title, you're important. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you don't need no title to be important. God so loved the world and you in the world that he gave his only begotten son for you to have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Sometimes human importance can cause one to lose compassion for others. Oh, my God. Sometimes human importance can cause one to lose compassion for others. That's why you, it, you get some situations and people don't have no relationship with the Lord and they're leaders and they lose compassion for others. They want the title. I'm, I'm this and I'm that. I'm this and I'm that. But they forget others. They don't want to serve others because they got the title now. Say, say, neighbor. That's all right. The God I serve, he's able to supply all of my need. Hey, hey. Someone who should have remembered and should have helped Joseph but did not when he should have then done that right away. 
Now, folks, here is where I coined the phrase, delay is not denial again. But how you handle your delays will determine how much longer the delay will continue. How you handle your delays will determine how often and how much longer the delay will continue. What do you mean, Pastor? Being mad, being angry, are tools of the devil and his host releases constantly to the sons and daughters of God. So they daily focus on the hard times and not on the one God who desires to help them overcome the hard times. Now, here's the bottom line. When you're going through hard times, don't be talking about it all the time. Let me go over here. When you're going through hard times, don't be discussing it all the time. Don't be talking about it all the time. Don't be talking about it all the time. No, no, no. Cast the care upon the Lord. Oh, my God. Again, 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 again. Being mad and angry are tools of the devil. And his host releasing constantly upon the sons and daughters of God. So you focus on the hard times and not on God who desires to help. So for all of you who may be experiencing hard times, don't give up and don't cave in. Ah. Remember, one, you too can overcome, defeat, and conquer, and prevail over hard times. Say, that's me. Then, to do his word, bless the Lord when? At all times. And let his praise be continually in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And next, draw upon the victories you have already experienced and achieve for motivating forward. Say, I'm, Lord, I thank you for every little thing. Every little thing. And may that little thing, come on, increase more and more. Then, become a mighty encourager of yourself and others. Sow encouragement so you too can reap encouragement. You ever go to a job that you don't want to go to work? Huh? Huh? When you go there, encourage somebody. Don't get in the cuss, don't get in the fuss. Encourage. Be a light in the midst of darkness. True relationship means trust under strong tests. Hard times are the times to soak in good in God everything you can your church family too in hard times don't stay away from church okay let me go in hard times in hard times don't stay in hard times don't stay don't stay away from church you need to be with other believers you need to be loved on by other believers say God I love you now let's pray together say father God in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to thank you for always helping us to overcome hard times. Thank you for never leaving us and always growing us to be more and more like you created us to be. Thank you for all the divine protection and divine favor that surrounds each of us in season and out of season. Thank you for watching over your word and performing it. 
that is forever, yes and amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for hearing our cry and attending to our prayers now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, I'm an overcomer of hard times. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. For those of you that have been viewing and you have been hard times, just remember to bless the Lord at all times and let his praise be continually in your mouth. And as you do that, God will do what he promised to do, deliver you from all the evil and know that he loves you with an everlasting love. Be encouraged. God loves you and we love you too. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.